I'm back. I still don't have a cool intro yet, but get over it. I'm I'm talking, so <laughs> there it is. There's my intro. <coughs> I still have um what's left of that cold from the first episode, but it is a lot better, so I'm glad that the worst is over. It only took like a week. <sighs> but in general, I have pretty bad sinuses. So, okay, well, we're not going to get into that. We're going to get into my personal life. Um, but not my nasal, <laughs> my nasal, my nasal congestion. Because that's not, I mean, I've got so much more in my personal life. And that's that's kind of boring. So, if you know me personally, which I doubt anyone listening to this does, unless I send you the link or something and want you to listen. But I don't know, this episode, it might get pretty deep. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, I use this as my outlet to rant now. But um, if you know me personally, you know that I am four months pregnant. I'm currently at 16 weeks. I just went to the doctor today. Um, Heard his little heartbeat. I'm having a boy. Um, I'm super excited. He's due um, June 25th. And yeah, I I cannot wait. Um, And I think after you get over the initial shock of pregnancy and it really really registers for you that oh my god I'm pregnant like this this is real this is happening um for me at least (laughs) the impatience sets in um and it's a good thing and a bad thing that you have to wait especially for me because I have a lot of preparing to do but fortunately um my family is just they've been so great and my mom and my dad have really, really come through for me in ways that, you know, I can't even imagine um, the things that they're doing to make possible for me and help me prepare for this. I'm so grateful. And so, um, you know, but there's still a lot to prepare for financially, um, physically, mentally. So it's good that I have about six months um, to do all that. But it's just the impatience that I have, at least, of, oh my god, I want to see my child. I want to hold my child. Like, I cannot wait. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a lot of mixed emotions. It's like, I can wait, but I can't wait at the same time. <clears throat> but, yeah, pregnant. Let's talk about it. Um, and I went on a little bit. The twins are rant. It wasn't really like a rant. Like I wasn't really heated, but I, like I said, into astrology. That Sagittarius moon. It, it jumps out, man. I don't know what else to do. Some okay. A lot of people. I'm pretty much like a quintessential Pisces, but at the same time, very very much a Sagittarius. And in my opinion, Sagittarius is the basically the Pisces version of fire signs. Because they just, they're all over the place, um, indecisive about things, um, very emotional, um, and just kind of like out there, like uh, out of touch with reality sometimes. I, that's definitely true for Pisces, and it can be true for Sag, we can get in our heads a lot. Um, but a lot of times when I make a statement, <clears throat> excuse me. man whatever just ignore it (laughs) a lot of times when i make a statement or i'm kind of going off about things um i i seem a little more heated than i am and my tone comes across as like a little more mad than i should be 
And it's just that quick temper Sag thing. Like I said, I move on so quickly after I get it out. But, you know, while I'm giving it to you, it's very, very hot. And it's very, very... Um, well, yeah, well, Sag can burn you. Sag can burn you. But we get over it. So, as long as you don't hold a grudge, we don't hold a grudge. Um... But I went on a little Twitter spiel just about like airing out my frustrations, which I'm now going to do on here um, of like that initial reaction from people when you tell them that you're expecting and you aren't married (laughs) and you're 20 years old. (laughs) Well, I'm about to be 21 in February, February 19th. So, um... You know, the reaction from your family is going to be one thing. The reaction from your closest friends is going to be another. And then, um, arguably, the most annoying reaction, which is what I was ranting about, um, is the reaction from people you haven't talked to in fucking years when you finally get to the point where you are far enough along in your pregnancy that you announce it to social media. And then people come out of the woodwork um, that, like I said, you haven't talked to in years. Um, Most of these people who I was ranting about, like, I literally have not said a word to since graduation. But we're going to get into that a little later. I'm going to just go step by step of people's reactions, how I felt about it. And it's not that I care what other people think. It's not like it, like I let it affect who I am as a person and what I do. It's not like I care in that sense. But at the same time, I notice it and I care enough to be annoyed. Like, let's get real. We're not um, <clears throat> walking around with um, fucking bulletproof vests on and what people are, you know, you're just absorbing what people are shooting out at you and just taking it you know like stuff stuff hits you and you know I'm a strong person I don't let stuff change you know my thoughts easily um or my heart and my mind and especially you know the course of action that I was gonna take but stuff definitely annoys me and people be like well if if it annoys you or if you don't care why are you talking about it because bitch I fucking can I can talk about the things that annoy me. It It's okay. I don't spend all day dwelling on it, but if I want to bring it up for a second and be like, hey, this shit is stupid. It's just dumb. Like, I, I can and I will do that. So, there's that on that. <clears throat> <coughs> Sorry. No, actually, I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing for my fucking bodily functions on a podcast that no one listens to. But anyways, okay, so when I first found out that I was pregnant, um, the first person I told was my best friend. I'm not going to say her name, um, but if you know me, you know who my best friend is and she knows who she is. Um, I don't know why it's just like I know when no one's listening, but sometimes I still want to keep like people's privacy, I guess. Um, and she's a Virgo and a Capricorn moon, so privacy, yeah, very big deal to them at least. Um, I told her, and you know, when you're friends with somebody since you were like nine, like we were in the third grade when we were friends and you know we're 20 years old now so when you've got like a decade-long friendship going with somebody you know you expect nothing less than the brutally honest truth so I remember like I sent her like a picture of my pregnancy test and it was positive and she was just like bitch (laughs) and I was like bitch (laughs) um but you know, like the first thing she said to me was, you know, go to the clinic if you need to make that trip. <clears throat> and, you know, brutal Virgo Capricorn moon honesty, obviously. The kind of honesty that um, you should have, quite frankly, from your best friend, especially when she knows you and she knows the situation you were in. 
but at the same time, you know, I was like, I, I immediately when she said that, I was like, dude, I just don't know. And then, you know, coming in with the more brutal honesty, and this sounds harsh as fuck. Well, you know, get used to it when you have a Virgo friend. Um, she said, that baby is going to struggle his whole life. You don't know what you're doing, you know, much less what you would do with a baby. Um, again, the, (laughs) the brutal, brutal, brutal honesty, but, you know, at the same time, like, I wasn't even mad because I always know her and I know her intentions, and it's like, she really wasn't saying that to hurt me, and a lot of times when a Virgo is, you know, kind of slicing into you like that, it's not really maliciously to cut you down. Yes, it does hurt. But, you know, when you know them and when you know their intentions, they're only saying it because, frankly, it's the truth and it needs to be said. Um, It would be whack as fuck. Okay, um, yeah, I had to stop recording for a minute because my nan called me. So I had to catch up and chit chat with her. My nan, by the way, is what I call my grandmother. Call her nan or nanny. Not nana but you know sometimes it's kind of like people um i say oh that's my nana to people who like act confused when i say nan because it's not really that common but anyways okay back to what i was saying picking up right where i left off it would have been whack as fuck for my best friend of 10 years who knows me who knows the situation that I'm in to react like oh my god congratulations when I tell her that I'm pregnant you see what I'm saying like that just doesn't fit the bill um you know it's it's very different somebody that you don't we're getting real bold but we're gonna get to that later so yeah i told her and yeah you know she told me hey take that trip to the clinic if you need to and i was just like yeah, you know i don't know and then she said what she said and i was like ooh, you know it's, and it made me think you know she gave me the truth and i was like i'm 20 years old i'm not in college I I'm not married to this man. I'm not in a relationship with this man. Truth be told, I never wanted to be in a relationship with this man. Um you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I just moved to a new state by the way, too. I had moved from Mississippi to Texas and like a week after I moved to Texas, I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, "Oh my gosh." So yeah, it was like a lot. It's a lot all at once. And and I'm glad that um we have a friendship that's solid to where, you know, she was, you know, she felt like she could be honest with me and be be that blunt with me. Because uh, uh, to be honest, somebody who's known you for that long, they're fake as fuck if they're like, Hunk, congrats, oh my god, yay <laughs> you know. Like, leave that for people who don't know you. Um, but um, I told her, <clears throat> then I I told um, my child's father, and I don't even want to get that much into his reaction. You know, let's just say that he, you know, I, I, I left. I moved out of state. We were kind of going through we weren't together we were never together and but I love him you know I love him kind of like family I guess but his reaction wasn't a good reaction he wasn't like mad or upset he just made it seem like he did not care like he can be so just emotionless um like I told him and all he said he was just like really and I was like yeah and it kind of became, like, this whole thing um, where it's, like, I, I guess, like, he thought that I knew before I left. 
and I was like trying to convince him like no I didn't know and then it it became you know and I just I did not like his reaction at all and I told him that and he didn't care just you know I, I'm cutting out a lot of the details but um and then he was like so when are you coming home and that just and I was like I'm not <laughs> and he was like so why did you even tell me <laughs> and I just I, you know after the, and we kind of like I, I, I blocked his number <laughs> and I didn't talk to him for like a week and then I unblocked him kept getting back in touch with him and ever since then um we it, it's been very unstable to the point you know he's just been so on and off and we've been on and off you know and um just as to how we're communicating with each other and one minute he's happy and excited and the next minute he just doesn't care at all and you know one minute I want to come back and live with him and you know I'm, I'm putting some of the blame on myself or some of the accountability on my myself I should say and you know one minute I'm like okay I'll come back and live with you and the next I'm like nah um so it's just been very rocky and tumultuous um I love that word tumultuous but I at the end of 2018 you know I resolved to not contact him unless he contacts me first and um that's what I've been sticking to and it took him after I made that resolution it took him like eight days to get in touch with me and then he tried to do that thing. You know how men do that thing where they make you upset and then they wait a little while and they try to come back as if nothing ever happened. And I'm just, I've I'm been very restrictive with my communication with him right now. Um, because, you know, I do love him, but I don't want to be with him. Um, and I have my reasons for that that I, I won't really go into right now. Um... But right now, I don't even know if I want to co-parent. Like, I, I don't even know if that's something that I want to do. <clears throat> I don't know. Because he we're just so on and off. And I'm to the point where I'm like, I would rather have somebody who's all in. Or, um, you know, just completely out. I don't want to go do the back and forth thing. It only stresses me out. And guess what? I don't give a fuck about the people who are like, it's his child too. Well, then he knows what to do. He can be all in. And I'll be all in too. But (laughs) right now with the fucking hokey pokey, put your left foot in, put your right foot out shit we got going on. (laughs) It's exhausting and I don't want to do it. So, yeah. So, told him that was his reaction. I told my other friend, other really long time friend that I've had since high school, um, and she she was really just like concerned with me and my feelings, and you know, and both of my friends that I told you know were ultimately like you know no matter what, support you whatever decision you make. Um, <clears throat> then I told my best guy friend I should say I don't even think of him as like oh my guy friend you know in that sense but it's like the other two people like for context sake the other two people that I told were girls um longtime friends that I've had you know close friends that were girls and then I got I guess a male's perspective from my best friend who's a guy um and he he was like you might want to get an abortion and, um, you know, very, very logical person had very logical reasons. I told him about the situation with my baby dad and, um, you know, he was very, very just logical about it and was like, you know, you gotta think about it. Is that what you want? Is that you want to be attached to that? Do you want to have that stress for the rest of your life? And, you know, logically like left brain mentality um <clears throat> an abortion made the most sense. I had the money. I it's not that hard to go and get one. At at that stage, all you need to do is take a pill. 
Um, so logically, that made the most sense. And I, I had even told my friend, Britton. Oh my God, I said her name. No, but whatever. Okay, y'all don't know her. Um, I even told her. I was like, you know, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one. Um, because. <clears throat> that to me that's selfish to do that to a child and it was all like this like not real part of me talking it was just the part that you know was convinced by them that that was the best idea and you know and it's not that they were doing that in like I said a malicious way like my friends genuinely care about me and you can tell from all of our conversations and our interactions that like they do genuinely genuinely care and that like yes by all means that's the most rational decision and I've always been pro-life um but like like in my heart and like on a soul level I just I felt so connected to my child already and it wasn't even formed yet it was just a couple of cells I felt so connected to my child and I love my child so much that I was like I I cannot do it I just cannot go in there and do that and listen this is not a a pro-life spiel because like I said politically I'm pro-choice but personally um with this pregnancy I I just I had that in my heart that I was like, you know what? I can't do that. I'm going to keep this baby. I want this baby. That's the thing. It's like my heart wanted it. it. And when I found out, it wasn't, I wasn't like full of regret and like, oh no. Like when I looked at that pregnancy test and it was positive, I was just like, huh. Like I didn't really feel, feel any despair um which I'm sure some moms especially in my situation do feel and they have every right to feel that but for whatever reason um I didn't I was just like oh I'm pregnant and so yeah everything externally it just made so much sense to have an abortion but internally, which I always, that's my thing. And not even like a Disney movie corny shit. Every time I don't listen to my heart, I regret it. So I've, I've kind of like, as I've gotten older, learned to follow my heart. And yeah, so I followed my heart and I was like, I'm keeping this job. So, you know, you've gotten... Okay, your friends out of the way, telling them. You gotten your baby daddy out of the way, telling him. <laughs> um, and now you are left <laughs> with the task of telling your family, who probably doesn't even see you as a sexually active human being to begin with. Because my family is just... Yeah, conservative. Um, not like super religious, not like weird religious. <laughs> that sounds bad, but not like super <laughs> weird religious, but religious. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I have that task of telling them and t- just to get it off my chest. Um, the first person that I told was my 13 year old. No, she's not 13. Oh my god, she's like 16. I said 13, and she is 16. That is so crazy. Oh my god, she's so big now. But whatever. Okay, Um, I told my 16-year-old cousin. Um, And she's like one of the coolest cousins. All my cousins... Okay, well... My mom's sister... I'm like... You know those cousins that are, like, your best friends? Like, y'all are just tight. Like, that's me with, like, my cousins from my mom's sister. Like, my Aunt KK and her daughters were just, like, tight. Like, you know. You know how, like, cousins are, like, built-in best friends. We're like that. So, yeah. It was, like, 
I had come over, but the rest of the family was like at trivia night, and me and Andy were like watching a movie with Silas, and um, yeah, I, I just told her I was like I'm pregnant, <laughs> and she was like what? <laughs> um, but naturally, you know, sixteen year old, she don't care. She's just like okay, cool. Um, you know, love you, excited. She was like, how do you feel? She was like, you happy about it? Something like that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It's just weird. And, you know, we talked about that and gave her the details with, like, the baby dad and all of that jazz. Um, <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, I told her. And waited like a week and I told my other cousin who's a little bit older than her she's 19 now so like a year younger than me um excuse me she's 19 um I keep burping I'm so sorry I'm so gross um told her she was like oh you know she's a Libra she's like quintessential Libra she's like oh my god I'm so happy for you and then um I told my older cousin who's their older sister she's 25 I told her she's a lot more practical you know how do you feel what are you gonna do and all of these questions you know coming from my family coming from close family um all people who are just looking out for your best interests and totally got that totally was just so you know that's what I needed I needed support like that I needed that from my close friends I needed that from my cousins um and then I told my aunt and my aunt God bless her um was she was just there for me in ways that my mom couldn't be she was just she was and my aunt got pregnant really really young as well she I believe she was 18 when she was pregnant with my oldest cousin um and in kind of like a similar situation as well um and so she just was so understanding and just so cool about it and just really really helped me feel like less alone and like a good my aunt has also just always been like a mom figure it's like my mom and my aunt are super close and so it's always you know we've always been close she's always been around and so it was just it was great to have her and she was the one going with me to like my first doctor's appointments and all of that so you know that was good um it was just so it made me feel so much better in just ways that like just wow (laughs) um and all of this was like around thanksgiving like right before thanksgiving and then it was time for um and so you know we were living in san antonio um my sister was there too Uh, with her husband living in San Antonio, but my mom and my father were in Mississippi, and they were coming up for Thanksgiving, and they had come up for Thanksgiving, and then my brother was stationed in Kansas at the time, because he's in the military, so he was going to drive here from Kansas, and we were all going to meet for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, and I told my brother, I just texted my brother, um, (laughs) my brother is really cool, um, I sent him, and we have, like, this joke, because there was, like, this corny greeting card that we saw one time, and it said, Funkle, <laughs> and I remember sending him something, I was like, you're gonna be a Funkle, and he was like, what? <laughs> um, but then, you know, he was just really loving, he was like, you know, no matter what you do, I support you, and, um, that, you know, no matter what you do, I support you, um, you know, I'm not gonna judge you, anything like that, so that was good to hear, especially that I'm not gonna judge you part, because my brother can be very judgmental, and he probably, and he's a Virgo moon, so he probably, like, was judging me, but just, like, keeping on the down low, like, he wasn't, like, openly judging me, you know, I know how y'all are, I am surrounded by many a Virgo, I know how y'all are, 
Um, but then, <sighs> it was time to tell my parents. <laughs> it was time to break that news. My sister was actually like the last person in my family that I told. Um, cause uh, she, mm, she's a hater. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so then it was time to tell my parents, and, you know, like most families, we love each other, but we have our moments, um, I had like a semi-dysfunctional childhood, you know, meaning my childhood was not completely fucked up, but it had its moments, like, like, the vast majority of people's childhoods, you know. You are lucky enough to not have a completely fucked up childhood, then you probably had what we call a semi fucked up childhood. Um, so yeah, <laughs> only if you're not like one of the one percent, which my sister's husband uh, was like one of the one percent who did not have a fucked up child, his parents never spanked him. And when me and my, like, when I learned that, I was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, how do they punish you? <laughs> and he was like, they, they just put us in timeout. And me and my sister were like, we got spanked and then put in timeout. But it was like, you wanted to go in timeout. Because it's like, you were just like, okay, well, you got your ass beat. And then you were like, okay, well, it might be smart to avoid you for like a good two hours. So I'm just going to stay in my room. Um, You know. But yeah, he's, he apparently grew up in like a loving, non-corporal punishment <laughs> family. <laughs> so that's, he's the 1%. Which I love him, by the way. I love my sister's husband. He's just so sweet. Um, and he's like kind of socially awkward, but like in a sweet way. <laughs> Not in like an asshole way. Just sweet. He's a Pisces too. But anyways, where was I going with this? Okay, yeah. Um, it was time to tell my parents. Okay, first of all, first thing with my mom. My mom can be very emotional. And like sometimes... And she just doesn't have a good grip on her emotions. Especially her anger. <laughs> um, and she cries a lot when she's upset. Um, but my dad, Virgo is very rational when it comes to his emotions and does not usually let his emotions, unless it's anger, get the best of him. But, you know, I had, like, rehearsed what I was going to say to my parents, and even, like, just rehearsing it on my own, I could not get a single word out without just, like, breaking down and crying. And I was like, this is just going to be so completely ineffective to getting, you know, across what I need to say to them. So I typed, I got it like in the notes section of my phone and I just typed up this long message to my dad about how I was pregnant and how I was keeping the baby and, you know, like... it was a lot <laughs> and I sent it to him and he was already in Texas he was staying at my aunt's house with my mom and I was staying at my apartment um and he just texted back and he was like Olivia your dad loves you no matter what and he was like you know should probably wait to tell mom after Thanksgiving cause it's just best not to put that all on her when she's around people because you know how she is and I completely understood so he just kind of kept that to himself and then told um my mom <laughs> on the way back home from Texas and he even <laughs> he even like texted me like on his way back home and he was like you know I'm about to tell he was like I'll tell your mom for you but he he texted me on the way back home from Texas, and he said, you know, I'm about to tell your mom. He was like, this is obviously a life-changing conversation. Um, 
you know so i just want to be really really sure <laughs> like are you pregnant <laughs> he was like you know you can get a pregnancy test at the drugstore and i was like yes i know and i was like i am a hundred percent sure i am pregnant <laughs> i <laughs> i would not have told you <laughs> if i if i was not a hundred percent sure <laughs> that i was pregnant but okay <laughs> So he told my mom. And, you know, like I said, my mom is not very good at handling her emotions. And um, she also kind of does this. My mom is really, really good at denial. It's like her go-to thing. She's really, really good at just, like, ignoring an issue. And, like, maybe if I ignore it long enough, it will go away. You know, that logic. Or just, I don't want to address this uncomfortable feeling and situation right now. Ignore it, it will go away. Um, so I remember, like, you know, my dad, told, they were on their way home on a Sunday. And I, I talked to my mom on the phone every day and neither, um, that following week. And neither of us mentioned it until I mentioned it on Friday. <laughs> And then, you know, she just started crying and she was also like apologizing that she hadn't brought it up and, um, but, you know, my mom just reacted in such like a loving way. Both of them did. And it, it shocked me, but I don't know why, because they're my parents and they obviously do love me. But it's like, I just didn't expect, <laughs> like, just initially, the compassion and the love. Um, especially, you know, from two conservative Christians and, yeah. <sighs> but my mom, yeah, and my mom told me, you know, that I was going to be a good mother, and that that's gonna stick with me for the rest of my life is hearing that from my mom <sighs> so that was telling them and then I told my sister like a week later oh I told my nan before my sister I told everybody and then I like kind of okay well here's the thing it's not that I didn't want to tell my nan because I thought she would judge me because out of all the people she would be like the very like least judgmental um because my nan is an old lady but like she's cool like she's down um and also the same thing happened to her daughter so it's like she's not this is not her first rodeo <laughs> and she's she's not even like she doesn't even have like a judgmental personality in the first place she's just at that point in life where she's like man it just it just is what it is you just have to accept stuff for the way that it is she's always been like that and she has always been a lot of times especially as a teenager the only adult in my life who as a teenager um and child would take me seriously and respect my opinion and treat me like an adult um so but I I held off on telling her because her memory can be kind of bad and she also chit chats a lot with like her sisters and my mom so I just did not want any chance of like it slipping out so I waited to tell her and of course she was like "Ooh, you know she was like kind of excited so that was cute <sighs> then I told my sister and she was like so what are you gonna do <laughs> like that was like all she said and I was like I'm gonna push this baby out my vagina like what do you think and um then she was like does the dad know and I was like, yeah, he knows. And she was just like, well, that's good. And I was like, all she said. And I was like, okay, well, you're a hater. 
Uh, <laughs> just because, I don't know, she just didn't react like everyone else did. Like, at all. There was no, I love you. There was no, I'm here for you. None of that. So, that's cool. It's cool. Not, not bitter about it or anything. Uh, but, yeah. So, that was telling my family they reacted so much better than i thought especially my mom um it just was so much love and so much compassion and just with the you know resolve that you know your family we love you we're gonna do whatever we can to help you and so i will forever ever be grateful for that and for them (laughs) Now, let's get into the mess. Let's get into the tea, shall we? Um, like, <laughs> let's get into it. The third and final stage of pregnancy announcements is telling social media. <laughs> And that is when, you know, you know what you're doing. You know, because you know local Twitter is messy. You know the locals are messy. They live for the drama. Um, So you know people are going to talk about you. And I was like, I knew. I was like, I'm going to become the subject of a lot of people from back home's group chats. <laughs> I just know that I am. And I was. <laughs> and I had, like, evidence that I was because Britain told me. Because she's in, like, a group message that I got kicked out of with, um, like, a group of people that, again, I have not spoken to any of them except Britain and then two other people from that group who are, like, my real friends since graduation. Um, but still, you know, messy drama, she's pregnant, oh my god. Um, but anyway, so I announced it on Twitter, and the way I did it was funny, because, you know, I got that sense of humor, and, um, I'm not a basic bitch, like you other boring assholes, but, um, yeah, I, like, so, like, you know in that thank you next video for Ariana Grande, <laughs> the girl at the beginning is, like, I heard Ariana got pregnant, so I got pregnant, so we could be pregnant at the same time, but then she, like, turns around and shows her belly, and she's, like, turns out it was just a rumor, <laughs> so, like, when that video first came out, I hadn't announced it to anybody, I just tweeted that, well, I just tweeted the first part, <laughs> I just said, I got pregnant. I just said I heard Ariana was pregnant, so I got pregnant, so we could be pregnant at the same time. And I just left it at that. And my friend, like Britton, even DM me that tweet, and she was like, "Is this your weird way of telling people?" And I was like, "Yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know." <laughs> um. <laughs> but then when I got my first sonogram, and you know they print out the pictures. I posted the picture of my sonogram under the tweet and I said turns out it was just a rumor and it was cute and clever you know quintessential me cute clever witty um I'm just kidding but yeah I thought it was like I thought it was funny but who cares um so yeah and then you know was getting love from you know you know how you have twitter friends and it's like people a lot of them are people i went to high school with but you know we just keep up like via twitter because i live out of state and some of them are like a couple years older than me um you know it's just like you have your friends on social media who maybe aren't as close to you but you're still cool you're still really cool and you still really like each other so getting love from them (coughs) sorry my throat was getting dry getting love from them um then i put it on snapchat my little sonogram of my cute little baby and his cute little nose i think my favorite part of the sonogram picture is my baby's little nose so cute Ah, oh my god i cannot wait um and i put that on snapchat and 
had so many people, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy for the people who were just telling me congratulations, and that they love me, and that I was gonna be a good mom, like, seriously, so, you know, it made me feel so good, and a lot of love, but then, there were some people who just, in my opinion, are not raised right, like, man, if I don't know you, I'm not gonna ask you questions that are, like, what I consider to be invasive, like, if I don't know you, and you announce something like that, I'm not getting all up in your personal life, especially if I have not talked to you in years, so I had to go, you know, oh, and you know, my softball team, we're gonna get into, that's a whole other episode, my softball team was messy, and had, like, real drama, like, coaches going to jail drama, but again, another episode, so this girl from my softball team who loves mess, and she even admitted, she was like, I'm just nosy, and I was like, yeah, you are, but it's kind of like, we're a little too old, um, because she was like, oh my god, is that true, and I'm like, yeah, and and like, the first thing she asked me, she was like, who's the dad, girl, I don't, you know, when people were asking me that and I didn't know them like that, like, I just wanted to be like, <laughs> girl, I don't know, could be like three or four different dudes, you you worried it might be your man, like, is that why you're asking, I don't know, because to me it's like, you don't, you don't really keep up with me like that, you just like want to know who my baby daddy is, and the thing is, even if I like said his name, posted a picture of him, nobody would know who he is except for like the one guy who introduced me to him and he doesn't even know lol is so crazy um (laughs) but yeah totally complete stranger to like the rest of my high school world uh that's the way i kind of like it and he's like a good bit older than me so it's like there's no way you would know him recognize him you just wouldn't um so what would be the point um and especially since we're not in a relationship what would be the freaking point man you just want to see if he's cute or not he's cute um so yeah and then (laughs) this same girl was like what did your mom say i wanted to be like you don't get the fuck out of my face because let me and okay here's the thing y'all here is the thing I keep I keep little mental notes on everybody um of their past shit (laughs) oh my god I don't care I do just in case you cross me um and I want to drag you (laughs) but she was like what did your mom say and I told her straight up I was like my mom said I'm gonna be a good mother and she was like oh I thought she would have freaked out well she didn't so (laughs) you thought wrong but you know just like just you know this is coming from somebody who again like this is what is blowing me all it's like if you were my close friend yeah I get that I get you wanting to know what my mom said and how I feel and all of that. And, um, (laughs) I get it, but like, I I can't stress enough. (laughs) I haven't talked to you since the day of graduation. It's the last time we exchanged words and now you over here all the way up my asshole like that's what's irritating to me um and then so many people were like how do you like so many just random ass people we haven't talked to man we're like how do you feel and here's the thing i can always tell people's intentions when they're asking something remember that's when i when you know when brit was being so blunt with me um i wasn't tripping because I knew why she was saying that and I knew what her intentions were and they were to help me but it's like I I also know when people are asking shit just to be messy and here's the other thing that I've noticed and it's really disturbing 
um, to me at least, when other people, when people find out that you're young, you're single, and you're pregnant, the first thing that comes to their mind is struggle. This girl is going to struggle. This girl probably hates her life right now. This girl probably thinks her life is over. You know, and some people, it's weird, but you can tell it's sick, but they kind of enjoy that. (laughs) They're like, ooh, she's pregnant. (laughs) Her life is over. And I'm like, y'all, you clearly don't know me and you don't know what the fuck I'm made of. Because if you think having a baby is enough to ruin my life... You have another thing coming. Like, you got to come a little harder than that if you're going to, like, celebrate (laughs) um, something bad happening to me. Like, you got to actually find something, wait till something bad actually happens if you're going to, like, relish in that. Because some people, like, expect you to struggle and they also, like, kind of, you can tell they kind of want you to struggle. Or they kind of want, like, they kind of, like, are expecting you to, like, not be happy. Like, so many people are like, are you happy? <laughs> and I just, I wanted to say so bad. Like, look, I'm pro-life and I got abortion money. So if I wasn't 100% happy with having my baby... I would have took my ass to the clinic and called it a day. But I wanted my baby. And I was like, you know, I know y'all's parents made y'all think you were responsible for their mistakes. And, you know, made you feel like you were the reason why they didn't have no money and why they were struggling. But (laughs) I have no intention of struggling. None at all. I don't know how to struggle. I'm not built that way. Everything that I do, I can turn nothing into something like that. I I do not know struggle. <laughs> not financially. I've struggled mentally and emotionally before trying to get myself together when I was battling depression. Um but financially, but even when I was depressed, I was still making money. Like financially, I I don't know struggle. Don't know how. And I also come from a family that doesn't know that either and won't let you struggle. I know from a fam I come from a family who if they got it, they're gonna give it. They are not gonna sit there and let one of their own struggle. It's just not gonna happen. And so many people um just don't want that for you. And it's just so obvious by what they ask, how they ask it, their little tone when they're asking it. It's just, it's just so blatantly obvious. And that's what gets on nerves. It's like, I've never done anything to you. I haven't talked to you in years. And yet you kind of like, it's, you're kind of like using my pregnancy to make yourself feel good. Like, let me, let me get started on this other girl. Ooh, yeah, I have time. I have a lot of time today. All right. <clears throat> so back to, you know, being the topic of some group messages. Um, you know, Britton called me because, you know, they one messy from the, the group message had seen on Twitter. And he put in there, so if Olivia's pregnant, who's the pappy? And that got the whole conversation started. And she called me mad because one of the other messies said, was it just unplanned or was it rape? And she thought that was just totally inappropriate. And I did too, but (sighs) that's a person that his whole life is sad. His whole mentality is sad. And I'm like, he has to say stuff like that to make himself feel good. So I'm going to let him slide. Mm. not slide but I just I don't even know where to go (laughs) where to start with addressing how fucked up that is so we're just gonna leave it alone not even gonna touch that shit but then somebody asked you know was the father black and um she was like yeah and this other girl said woo child the ghetto a a black girl said that (laughs) and And knowing who that was, you know, I was just like, first of all, you're black, so that's kind of weird 
judgment for you to make. Um, but second of all, you know, my baby father was mad at me because I left him and he wanted to be involved. He wanted to be a little too involved. Um, and he also did not want to raise the child in two separate households. So if that's ghetto, I don't know. Because I'm looking at your sister's same situation and her baby daddy left her in the middle of her pregnancy to go out and fuck a slew of other women and he didn't even want to call that kid on his first birthday or even come check on him or see him or whatever and doesn't do a damn thing for that child. And now you have to help out. (laughs) So I'm just like, (laughs) woo child. Like, when I tell y'all, I keep little notes on people. Like, I just notice things. And it's not like I'm actively doing something with the information. It just kind of stores. And then when you when you cross me, I'm like, I have this whole, like, rap sheet <laughs> that I can use against you. I don't know what it is. I don't know where I get that. I don't know if that's the Taurus rising or what. But if you want to be messy, I can be messy right back. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm like... <clears throat> You know, my child's father was mad because he couldn't be involved to the extent that he wants to be. And you're calling that ghetto when you don't even know the situation. But I know your family's situation. So you might want to come for your own kinfolk before you come for me. Because she's in a, I'm not, you know, what? I'm not even going to call that ghetto. I'm not going to call that ghetto because I'm not going to disrespect her. I have nothing against her sister. But I just thought, you know, that's a little it's a little ironic <laughs> that, you know, you're saying that about me just because you found out that the father of my child is a black man. But you got a whole bunch of what one would call ghetto shit happening in your own family. But I'm just going to lay that to rest. <laughs> All that being said, you know. Um, what got me really is the fact that people who you barely know, haven't talked to in years, you only know them because you went to school with them, kind of relish in what appears to be a bad situation in your life. Like people swear that having a child just, you know, your whole life is over. But again, like I said... You have absolutely no idea what I'm made of. And I couldn't even struggle if I wanted to. So, that's that on that. That was a good rant. You know, that really helped me get everything out. And I'm just kind of glad that, you know, I aired that out. (laughs) But it just really made me... uh, Think about, you know... It's okay to vent. It's okay to air stuff out. Stuff is going to irritate you. But then you have to refocus your attention. I'm like, okay, well, I could give all those irrelevant ass people all the attention in the world. And I'm giving them a little attention right now. But, you know, eventually you got to hang it up and you got to keep it moving. And hopefully maybe I'll get to the point one day where it doesn't even bother me. And I won't even feel the need to address it even... Even if it's just to, I'm not addressing it to try and change it. I'm just addressing it to get it off my chest. Because it's just so annoying. It's like a fly that you just want to fucking smack, you know? (laughs) So, that's why I'm addressing it. It's not like I want it to change and I want these people to, like, like me and blah, 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 blah. It's not that. (laughs) It's just, like, you see how stupid this is? (laughs) But, um, you see how fucked up this is? But it's just kind of motivating all in all. Um, It makes me really, really grateful for the people who were, you know, there with me and supporting me and telling me congratulations and then moving on about their life. (laughs) And, um, And then it's just kind of motivating to know that, you know, there are people who get on social media just to see you fail. And kind of take, you know, it kind of feels good to them. Like, oh, okay. Um, It's kind of motivating, in a way, in a sense. Like, now I get to, now I get to go even harder. 
just to show you because you clearly you know you associate having a child young or struggling and <sighs> we'll see we shall see so yeah that was good good little vent good little rant um than normal so um thanks for listening if you listen but like i said It's not really what I'm here for. Alright, bye.